the Lolita Express. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Hey, it's uh, seven minutes after 11 o'clock. And apparently uh, they're going to release a list of names uh, associated with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And by the way, his he's got a, uh, a woman that was his massage scheduler. Uh, her name is Sarah Kellen. And she... Uh, her name is going to come out, I guess, but I, I, we already know who she is. But she apparently could get a lot of people in trouble, some very powerful people. What we do know is that former President Clinton apparently was, uh, you know, on the Lolita Express several times. What do we hear, Brian, like upwards of 50 flights? I don't know. It's way up there. It's way uh, I I understand Donald Trump also was on board Lolita Express. Was he? I know that he uh, he distanced himself. He did, but uh, there were reports, and I can't, you know. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. Everybody's name is going to that you know associated with this is going to be uh, is going to be out. Two questions: uh, Do you think Bill Clinton actually participated? actually had sex with underaged women or girls. And do you think Donald Trump did? 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. I don't know that we'll ever know. I'm, I'm sure the federal investigators have looked into this, can't close a case, otherwise we would have heard more. That's, that's my guess. So now all you're going to get is innuendo and, and uh, speculation. But for some reason, and maybe it's just my political leanings, I don't know. But for some reason, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised if Clinton was involved. And I have no way of knowing if he was or not. He could be completely innocent. It's, it, it's just... I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have even said that. I... I don't know. I, I just think, I, I don't picture Donald Trump doing it. Donald Trump is a, you know, he's been a billionaire for years. Uh, he was at least a multimillionaire from the time his father passed away. Decent looking guy. Um, I'm sure he was able to, you know, meet all the women he wanted. I just, I just, I have a hard time. I don't even, this, I, you know this, that lawsuit, the civil lawsuit about that woman in New York in the uh, shop, in the uh, uh, department store? I'm actually not convinced he's guilty there either. Based on everything I read, I just, I don't think he was guilty of that. I, I think she just has Trump derangement syndrome and twisted the story around to her advantage. And because the Democrats are so stupid about this, what's going on in Colorado and Maine and in and, uh, and other states, uh, I just I just think she's part of that. We got to stop this guy at any cost mentality. So I I don't think we're going to learn anything really big and new. But I am suspicious of Clinton with all of his trips. I just am. I. I've, and I don't don't misinterpret this. I'm not saying he did anything because I don't know. I, it's just a feeling that I've got. What's really interesting is this Sarah Kellen. She was 
his massage scheduler. And rumor is that she knows all. She knows all. She worked for several years, starting in the early 2000s, scheduling his uh, massages, which is apparently when he abused uh, the victims. And she's not written a tell-all book. And if I were in her position, Brian, I wouldn't either. I know, right? I would hang on to that information, store it somewhere, uh, at least if it's, you know, powerful people that she has the goods on so that she can be protected. I, I would I would hang on to that, hide it somewhere. Uh, you know, if something happens to me, I get prosecuted, I mysteriously uh, die, whatever. This information's coming out. I have a lot of questions about this that I don't understand because I really haven't researched any of it. Now, this Lolita Express supposedly uh, had women underage, correct? Right. How do you know that? Well, everybody that gets on an airplane, um, it gets reported, or at least it should. I, I'm, I'm sure right. there are people who cheat on that. And that... And that um, that was arranged by who? Was that the... Uh... Well, the federal government. May, uh, it, it, somebody who's uh, a pilot should correct me if I'm wrong. But I think if you get on an airplane, um, they have to report who's on the plane. And what if they lied about their ages? I mean, do they get passports from everyone that flies on the plane? I, but the reason I asked is because... I was just thinking that if someone came to you and said, hey, how would you like to go join us for a weekend of frolicking fun with the, with the women? They didn't say anything about young, underage women. And everybody shows up, and are you going to ask, hey, wait a minute, you look kind of young. <laughs> well, if they look kind of young, I might, you know, if they look like they're in What if age? they say, no, I'm fine, I'm 18. I'm just, you know, throwing this out there because I haven't, like I say, I haven't researched any of it. I've heard allegations made. It's like, oh, you know, who was the royal prince that supposedly... Andrew? Was it yeah, Andrew? ...attended some of these uh, getaways? I don't know. You know who would know Jennifer Bukowski? She'd know for sure. She would, But I, th yeah. I think it was Andrew. Um, I... Um, I don't know if they knew, and I don't know that Clinton is guilty of anything. That's um, kind of what I'm saying, is that uh, maybe, yeah, the person that invited these people on board this event are guilty of knowingly, you know, putting uh, minors in danger and uh, many other charges as well. But the people that actually, you know were involved in that, like Clinton and others, I'm not even sure. We don't know. We don't know what was told to them. We don't even know if anything occurred. No no underage minors, to my knowledge, have complained. Wouldn't they immediately say, hey, this person raped me? So you're saying... I'm just... You're I questioning whether or not they were... Um raped or whether or not it was something that bothered the 17 year old girl goes out and has sex 
she may not feel like she's been raped, even if it turns out it's statutory rape. That's true. So are you suggesting that that might be the case, that they knew what they were doing? I don't know. Like I say, I don't know anything about this case. I haven't dug into it. Maybe those are better questions for Jennifer. Well, this this uh, Kellen woman, uh, they said she could write a tell-all book or ink a documentary deal and share everything she knows uh, about uh, the gruesome twosome. She had a front row seat to the debauchery. She, uh, what she knows would shock the world, according to one source. She has so much to say to plead her case. But she views her information as a get-out-of-jail-free card. Uh, it's more valuable for her to hold on to the information should she need it to stay free. And I, you know, if I were her, I'd, I'd, I'd be hanging on to that information. Well, I wonder how it is that nobody, nobody turned anybody in uh, in a timely fashion. Carol sent me a message at GaryNolan.com. Gary, remember what Clinton did in the Oval Office? Why would anyone doubt that he participated in sex of underage girls? <laughs> Just saying, sleazy man. Yeah, it's a it's a feeling, but there's nothing behind it. It's. <sighs> Maybe it's my intense dislike for Bill Clinton uh, as a phony, but you know, there are so many cases of him. Um, Juanita uh, Roderick and, and uh, of course, the whole thing in the Oval Office. My guess is nothing more comes of this. My guess is you're going to see a lot of names that are just, you know, ancillary, not actually uh, allegedly participating in anything. And if the government could make the case, they would. I mean, really, don't you think that someone in the Justice Department prior to today would have gone after uh, Bill Clinton? I I would think so. I, I don't think there's... I'm, I'm not saying he's completely innocent. I'm just saying I don't think there's anything that can be had. I don't think there's going to be any big revelations. It's just going to be innuendo. And uh, that's probably not fair, but that's that's what I think is going to happen. How much money did the city of Columbia spend clearing up homeless camps last year? Details coming up. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Governor Mike DeWine, we're going to talk about him in Ohio. Um, we've got uh, a couple of other stories that, are, that I find fascinating, but Mike DeWine really uh, kind of disappoints me. But... Actually, I shouldn't be disappointed because I knew he was not a particularly good governor to begin with. But um, apparently, Columbia uh, spent uh, a reasonable amount of money moving up, uh, moving the homeless out uh, in 2023, uh, roughly eight thousand uh, dollars. The story uh, from our news partners at uh, KMIC: uh, eight thousand sixty-six dollars clearing out homeless camps in 2023. The uh, Two homeless camps uh, went in 2023. In March, the city cleaned out a camp uh, near the Columbia Mall uh, and cleared out another one near Interstate 70 and 63 Connector in April. Uh, in December, the city spent another day cleaning the camp out uh, at the Connector. <laughs> these these homeless people, uh, are they're, they're really, uh, uh, I mean, no manners. Uh, you know, at least bring a garbage bag with you. 
Uh, the largest expense uh, was the equipment that they had to get. Uh, they apparently rented uh, $6,500 over a four-week uh, period for heavy machinery. Next largest expense was food. Um, they fed some 60 people $600. Uh, this, uh, you know, these people are doing all this work. Gee, get what a mess. What an awful mess. And, you know, we've talked about the homeless. I've got no clue exactly what to do with them. I really don't know. They want to sleep outside, fine. You got to have just an area that is completely theirs uh, where they can uh, sleep in tents um, and roll their stolen shopping carts. There ought to be a way to discourage them. I just don't know what it is. 20 tons. They paid for more than 20 tons of material to be dropped off at a landfill and bought uh, cleaning and safety equipment uh, from uh, a, a store, a retailer. They're back. That's, I mean, they're just, there's, there's no putting them down. They just keep coming back. I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. Brian might, uh, not Brian Hanson, Brian the caller. Brian, good morning. Good morning. I just got back from Columbia, and I listened to your show all the way up and back. But uh, just north, uh, where they cleaned out that homeless site, north of 63 in the interstate, it looks like all they did was put it on the shoulder of the road because it looks like a, a huge flea market for about a quarter of a mile along there. <laughs> and, and you look down to the side, and it's just, a, you know, a big pile of garbage. Well, so, they, they paid a fortune to dump garbage. Um, yeah, I mean, so it's, it, it didn't all just sit there. But I don't know. Well, you, you, you can tell it's they're homeless people stuff because, you know, shopping carts and other things like that. But yeah, crazy. I don't know. I, uh, I've talked about it on the air. And Brian, I just don't know what to do to get rid of these people. I don't uh, know how it is that they're me, even existing. Yeah. Uh, part of me says you treat them like a, a rogue bear. You just uh, kind of relocate them somewhere else. But, <laughs> I mean, you can't force them to do anything because of all the laws and the court rulings. You can't, even if they're nuts, if they're nuts and they're not hurting anybody, you can't do anything about it. If they need mental help, you can't do anything about it. If they want to live outside, that's up to them. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of frustrated, too. Yeah, there's, there really is no easy solution. But I wonder how much of the problem exists because we underwrite it. You know, first, uh, when I'm driving oh. down the street and somebody is standing at a street corner uh, with their hand out asking for money, I never give them any money. I, I just, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. But how many of these Copy people that. are getting government checks? Well, and how many um, well-meaning charities around town are driving them to that location, dropping them off and giving them a dog so they look um, more human-like, or you feel sorry for them because they have a dog? I feel sorrier for the dog than the people most of the time. <laughs> All right, Fair Brian. Enough. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Matthew, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I, I know how to go to these guys, the homeless people. But do the same thing they do at the border and just fly them out to San Francisco, fly them to New York. Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, uh, when yeah, I was talking to the last caller, you know, send them to Chicago in New York uh, where they'll yeah, be treated to free hotel. If they were only yeah. from another country, then then they would be treated like royalty. I mean, you can't send them to Mexico, but, you know, I think a one-way plane ticket to New York, maybe, you know, from Columbia to, I don't know, JFK might be a little bit cheaper. 
than uh, cleaning up these homeless camps every few months. <laughs> okay, Matthew, thank you. Uh, you know, yeah, if they were from Mexico or uh, South America somewhere, uh, well, uh, we'd be putting them up in fancy hotels. Rick, good morning. Good morning to you. Happy New Year. You too. We found a a local a grocery store's cart in a stream. We decided to walk it back up there, and we were struck by all the trash that's along the sidewalks and streets in Columbia. But more importantly, when we were in St. Louis recently at a Schnook store, they have carts that will only roll to a certain distance from the store. Then they have a brake on them that automatically makes it so you can't roll them. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's kind of neat. You'd think they would find a way around that, but then they'd be on property. No, they wouldn't be able to do it. Uh-oh. Yeah, and as far as giving things to these people, I used to. I don't know if you did, but I stopped doing money, and I stopped doing anything because that can be traded. So, um, Yeah, I don't do it at all. I never did it. Uh, and I, I just I think there are enough private charities out there that uh, I've donated to. If they wanted to you know, get get their lives in order, they could go there. Yeah, one more thing. The reason why that there's so much trash is they, they don't have their roll car yet, but they will in March. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Okay, take care, Rick. Oh, roll cart's back in the news. <laughs> yeah, the homeless roll cart. Oh, Lord, that's funny. Gary, good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. Hey, uh, there was a couple, that uh, a man and a wife, and they had a dog over at Kingdom City, and they were there for a long time. Anyway, one day I rolled up and I had a bag of dog treats and I said, here, this is for your dog. I feel sorry for him, <laughs> but not Com- for you. <laughs> Compassion. Ah, there you go. Hey, for the dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah, feel sorry for the dog. He's stuck. All right. Yep. Thanks, Gary. Glad to have uh-huh. you on the, Gary, on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, I wish there was uh, some easy solution. Uh, part of me thinks that, you know, they're getting... Uh, welfare, food stamps, uh, social security, uh, disability, some form of government check. How else could they survive, Brian? You can't be begging on the streets. Certainly you can't depend on that as your only income. Yeah, so they've got to be getting money from somewhere. Uh, and, And underwriting their existence with a check from taxpayers is probably the the number one culprit. I don't know. I, I, I wish there was an answer. I wish I could tell you what to do to, to clear it up. Uh, I just don't think there is an easy answer. Over in Ohio, the Republicans passed a law. They're trying to protect children from this transsexual surgery crap. Uh, and apparently, uh, they, they managed to get legislation through to the governor. A Republican, I might add. Uh, this would be uh, Mike DeWine. And he vetoed the bill uh, that blocks sex change for children. Now, over at Zero Hedge, they point out that he took some $40,000 from pro-trans hospitals. Uh, you know, are we killing the messenger because of that? I don't know. But it, the fact is, these kids have a mental problem and we're treating it with surgery for thousands and thousands of dollars and it's not making them better. And he could have stopped it in Ohio. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 
1135, we've got new polling data we will share with you on the uh, Biden v. Trump potential race, which I think is really going to happen. Well, at least it will for Trump. I don't know if Biden's going to make it, but um, James Comer was on Fox News, and I didn't get to play this last week, uh, but I I really would have. Uh, He was on with Jason uh, Chaffetz, uh, and he was asked about uh, response to claims that there's no evidence against President Biden. And I thought is, you know, and, and I want this to be heard specifically by our friends on the left who keep telling us there's no there there. There's there's nothing going on. And it When you listen to this stuff, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't give you concrete proof, but it says this is suspicious. It looks like something wrong is happening here, and we need to investigate it. Uh, the left keeps saying, oh, you got no proof. Well, you don't have any proof because we haven't investigated, and you don't want us to investigate because we don't have proof. It's it's ridiculous. So, um, I, I just thought, well, I had to play this uh, just for our friends on the left. Uh, it's uh, chairman of the Republican Oversight Committee, uh, uh, James Comer, talking about what looks awfully suspicious to me. There is no evidence Joe Biden did anything wrong when it comes to Hunter's business deals. But now legal experts are warning that Biden could be in serious trouble. Law professor Jonathan Turley says that if Joe knew his family was engaged in influence peddling, then he is corrupt by definition. And our own Greg Jarrett thinks Biden's misdeeds could even force Joe out of the presidential race. Of course, more evidence will come to light as the House impeachment investigation continues. And here now with the latest on that effort is House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. Uh, Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us. I want you to know you are my second favorite House Committee Oversight Committee Chairman there's ever been. Just so you, I get that off my chest. The second best one ever. I, I wish you worked for the Washington Post or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'll never happen, but thank you. Um, uh, listen, uh, one of the things that I just laugh about every time I see here the mainstream media, there's no evidence that Joe Biden has done anything wrong. But the money that's been flowing into the Biden family business and all those around him without a product other than Joe Biden uh, is absolutely stunning. When people ask you that question, how do you respond to them? Well, I think most Americans realize that something stinks here. Most Americans realize that we've provided bank statements as hard evidence, statements that show the Bidens have received well over $20 million from our enemies around the world, and they can't answer a simple question. What did you do to receive the money? They also know that Joe Biden stated during the campaign he never met with any of these people who sent his family money, and that he had a wall between the government and his family's shady business schemes. We know now, because of our investigation, that he sent dozens and dozens of of emails in a pseudonym to many of these business associates. Uh, They won't turn those emails over, as you know, Jason. That's part of the evidence we're, we're continuing to seek to receive through this impeachment inquiry. And we know that he communicated with every single person that he said he never met with that sent his family millions and millions of dollars around the world. So the American people know something stinks here. And uh, that's going to be a problem for Joe Biden moving forward. Not only are his policies a disaster, 
But the American people think he's a crook. Well, tell me, go through the list, if you will, just off the top of your head of documents and things that you're wanting to see that you haven't yet been able to get your hands on. Well, first, right now, I think one of the most important uh, amount of documentation that we need are those pseudonym emails. Remember, no one knew about these pseudonym emails until a few months ago. Uh, we found that Joe Biden was using at least three fake names on government emails. Uh, what we didn't know until recently was that he was, in fact, using those pseudonym emails to communicate with not just his son, Hunter Biden, but also with his shady business associates. Uh, the Politico, in their ever never-ending defense of Joe Biden, uh, wrote a story when the White House turned over 14 uh, of these emails, which didn't even amount to half of 1%, and said, oh, there's nothing here. These are junk emails. But what we learned from the indictment in California, several of those emails that, that uh, Joe Biden used a pseudonym uh, were used as evidence against Hunter Biden in his failure to pay taxes. So there's that is important evidence there. We also need those depositions. There's certainly a reason that uh, Hunter Biden's not wanting to come in and answer questions. Uh, we have his bank statements and, and bank records don't lie. So we want to we want to depose Hunter Biden. Obviously, we want to depose all of the business associates. But we also need those those pseudonym emails. And we also have questions for the National Archives. Which countries were involved in the documents that Joe Biden mishandled? That's something that I think is very important in our investigation because we've identified, Jason, a couple of emails that Hunter sent to people in Ukraine, for example, that we believe may be may have been classified documents that uh, that Joe Biden mishandled that were in uh, possibly the garage of Joe Biden's house where his son was living. All right, so it really, Brian, there's no there. There's nothing no, here. there's nothing. Nothing to see, folks. Just keep right on moving. I don't nothing. know what these right-wing conservatives think they have on him. I mean, it's just... Uh, money transfer what's the big deal yeah yeah um what 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 why though were they giving them all oh, that it's none money. of your business just move on there's no there's no there there okay? but, but but they weren't providing any services Look, trump colluded with the russians to try to steal an election that we can talk about okay oh all right well in that case i guess you know we're all wrong and and the democrats are all right that's right it's uh -huh. It's ludicrous to <laughs> constantly be arguing that uh, there's nothing there, uh, that this is a witch hunt. Uh, it's it's ridiculous. And I'll tell you what I, I suspect somewhere down the road, if the Democrats wake up, they might just say, yeah, this does look bad. Uh, we're going to impeach if, uh, if you don't drop out of the race. They're running out of time to pull that to pull that string. But Biden's numbers get worse every time you turn around. And if the Democrats have any sense at all, they get rid of this guy on their own. I hope they don't, because I think he is eminently beatable. I think what's going to happen here is a lot of Democrats are just not going to come out and vote because Biden is such a loser. But, uh, you know, if, if they change horses that that might turn things around trump then might lose and i'm not a great trump fan but i'd rather see donald trump than joe biden any day of the week right now 
Trump is beating Biden in two really important voter groups. And it really uh, makes a big difference, uh, and will at least, in, in the 2024 race. That said, I mean, I don't know the outcome of all these uh, trials. I mean, they are throwing trials at him everywhere, uh, trying to get him off the ballot everywhere. And, and all that's going to do, uh, I honestly think if, if in Maine they don't put his name on the ballot, he'll still win. I think it will incense so many Republicans that they will write him in. I, this is what's happening. It, and it all goes to make Trump's case. Trump says they're coming after me. Uh, it's wrong. We know it's wrong. We know they're coming after me because uh, I'm, you know, the anti-Democrat. Uh, and so uh, they start pursuing these legal cases and it makes his his argument plausible. And as I've pointed out in the past, I get so angry at it, I think to myself, maybe I could vote for him just because I want to see him rub it in their face and and win. But right now, uh, Biden has an edge in two categories you wouldn't think he would have an edge in. I will give you those details. Just a few minutes on a Gary Nolan show. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 10 minutes until noon. And I'm thinking that the Democrats are working on the uh, Donald Trump re-election campaign. Um, right now, in polling data, and this is really surprising. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's surprising because in 2020, Joe Biden really... Uh, took a huge chunk of these votes the, in the black uh, community uh, and the Hispanic community and younger voters. Biden was, you know, he was nailing it. But right now, uh, Trump leads Biden among Hispanic voters by five points and younger voters by three points. According to uh, USA Today Suffolk poll, uh, Suffolk University poll, Again, Biden won those groups in 2020, but he's losing them now. And it just keeps getting worse for uh, for Joe Biden. He now has uh, support of just 63% of black voters. He had 87% in 2020. The, a lot of these voters are going third party. And I've seen this before as a libertarian, as a third party uh, a candidate. Here's what happens. In some cases, you've got uh, no good choice and you get a protest vote. That's what it's called, a protest vote. I won't vote for either one of them. I'll just go vote for the libertarian. And th that apparently is going to hit Joe Biden even worse than Donald Trump. When third-party candidates are specified by name, Trump's lead increased to 37% to Biden 34. With independent candidates like Robert Kennedy Jr. at the top of the third-party uh, candidates at, at 10%. The overall trend, they write, is worrisome for Biden, particularly with younger voters who are overwhelmingly, uh, who overwhelmingly supported him four years ago. And are largely at odds with the Republicans on issues like abortion access and climate change. So if they don't 
go to Biden, even if they don't go to Trump, it's still good for Trump. Multiple polls have shown voters want an alternative candidate for the 24 uh, presidential contest, citing concerns about Biden's age. At 81, he's the oldest American president in history. And if he wins a second term, he'll be 86 uh, when it's completed. Uh, the, the 74% of likely Democrat uh, primary voters support Biden, only 9% backing uh, Marion Williamson, 2% uh, Minnesota Governor, uh, I'm sorry, Representative Dean Phillips. So this is their, this is their strongest horse, and, and he's collapsing on them right in front of them. And the more they go after Donald Trump, the better his, you know, the better his numbers get. I'm starting to think that they're working on the re-elect Donald Trump campaign. It's, it's, it's amazing to watch. This is an election unlike any I have ever seen before. It's just so bizarre. And I wonder how Biden is going to hold up. He's, he doesn't have an excuse this time. Last time he made very few public appearances, didn't face, uh, you know, really the press. He just stayed in his basement. Oh, it's COVID-19 and this is the way to do it. You got to handle this, be a protect yourself from COVID. So he had an excuse, but now he's going to have to go out and campaign and he's going to have to go out and campaign hard because nobody likes the economy. Nobody likes his foreign policy. He's got to go out and start shaking hands and uh, kissing babies. And you've got to be a little careful in that last one. <laughs> but that's what he has to do in order to get, uh, to, to have any chance at all of getting reelected. I don't think he's up to it. I think, you know, by uh, 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, he's ready for that senior citizen's power nap. And then he gets up in time for dinner. I don't think he's going to be able to campaign rigorously. And say what you will about Donald Trump. And by the way, I don't know if you've noticed this, but the Democrats are now trying to say, well, Donald Trump's not, he's showing those signs of age. Uh, he's getting lost in his comments, too. In other words, he's no, he's, he's no spring chicken. Well, he's not, but he is, I would argue, mentally and physically in a much better place than Joe Biden. And can you imagine, can you imagine how the uh, the slap in the face Trump winning over Biden would be? You know, he comes in as the great unifier and he's going to make things better and they he, he makes the voters, you know, he convinces them to throw Donald Trump out of office and then four years later Trump comes back and beats him. The message Do you there, expect riots in the streets? Oh, I expect riots if Trump wins, yeah. yeah. I expect riots if Trump loses. It doesn't matter how it turns out, there will be there will be riots. I, I, I know a lot of Republicans are saying, no, this won't happen. But I'm telling you right now, if Biden, with his numbers as rotten as they are, manages to pull off a win, Republicans are going to smell a rat. They're going to say, this is twice in a row, and I think they're going to get really, really upset. But on the other hand, if Trump wins, 
Oh, the Democrats are going to go through the roof. They're going to be tearing up cities left and right. It's, it, I think it'll get really, really ugly if Trump wins. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens here. But, uh, you know, if the Democrats are smart, they'll jump on the, on the bandwagon and, and tell Trump or tell Biden, you're just... Uh, Sit this one out. Yeah, you're just, you're just too old. You we'll take go. a nap. But again, they got to do that pretty quickly. Otherwise, they're in trouble. Hey, let me do this before I forget. Uh, because uh, is our lineup change? It has. Already are. Yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> so we got Glenn Beck uh, coming up. Uh, and then Sean Hannity. And in the mornings, Wake Up Mid-Missouri has a new host. We've been looking for the right guy for the longest time. And he was right here. I, I, I don't know how you, how, you, how you can do better than that. So if tomorrow morning when you wake up, you want to be uh, entertained and informed by the lovable good doctor, well, tune in to 93.9. Randy Tobler will be hosting. Uh, all right. Uh, I, I've got a couple. How much time do I have? I don't have a lot of time left. And I, do, I have. Uh, well, let me do this very quickly. Harvard uh, President Claudine Gay. Apparently, they have hit her with six new charges of plagiarism. She apparently went to the Joe Biden School of, uh, 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 you know, for education on uh, uh, paperwork. Uh, she has now 50, 50 allegations of plagiarism. How, how in the hell do you get to 50? I mean, did she have an original thought in her head ever? This is what diversity in uh, inclusion uh, gives you. This is the kind of nonsense that you get. This Actually, one, it wasn't plagiarism. She changed a couple of words in the, along the way. <laughs> she changed a couple of words. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm reminded of that Johnny Carson piece, you know. Uh, well, we don't have time. <laughs> I know what you're talking Unbelievable. about. Unbelievable. All right, listen, we got to run. Glenn Beck, he's up next. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem and Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.